Today, we go over the potential lies of the U.S. Capitol officers at the January 6th committee, and Barbara Boxer, a former Democrat senator, was attacked and robbed in her own state in areas where they defunded the police. We'll get into all this and more in just one second. Please drop this video a like, subscribe to the notifications on every single day. Go listen to full episodes of the show, The Joey Saladino Show, and all the podcast apps. Please rate five stars, click all the buttons, like, subscribe, comment, share, whatever you have to do helps the show grow. Now, let's get right into this. So what I ask from you all is to get to the bottom of what happened. And that includes, like, I echo the sentiments of all of the other officers sitting here. I use an analogy to describe what I want as a hitman. If a hitman is hired and he kills somebody, the hitman goes to jail. But not only does the hitman go to jail, but the person who hired them does. There was an attack carried out on January 6th and a hitman sent them. I want you to get to the bottom of that. Thank you. Well, uh, I want you to guess who that guy voted for. So that was a U.S. Capitol officer who was there on, on January 6th, apparently. So he was saying, he's basically alluding to that Trump is a hitman and that, uh, you know, the hitman needs to go to the jail and that you need to get to a bottom of it. Okay, okay. So despite there being zero evidence, despite there being zero evidence of Trump going there and saying, hey, I want you to go there and, uh, you know, axe and just, you know, off those Democrat uh, congressmen and senators. I want you to go off them. Despite there being no evidence of any such thing happening, there's actually evidence of the contrary, where when things started to get rowdy, Trump immediately went out and told everyone to go home. Please stay peaceful. Please respect the law enforcement, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Doesn't sound like a hitman to me. But uh, it, it's clear that this guy was either probably told to do what he did or he's doing it for the political agenda. And it doesn't matter whether he says is true or not. It doesn't matter whether we debunk him or not. The left has all the headlines they need to run. Trump is now a hitman. Oh, look, we got confirmation. CNN and USA Today are talking about how Trump's a hitman. And this, oh, uh, makes a good point. Trump's a hitman. Okay, what, what proof? If, if you want to prove someone's a hitman, there needs to be, a lot of times, a, a dollar exchange amount for performing such action or at least a call to do such. Hey, I want you to go off that person. Okay. You're, you're ordering a hitman. Okay. The person in charge. You know, I hired a hitman to take care of something. I got a hitman to take care of something. In, in what way? I want to see the proof on the table. I want to see Trump. I want to see an audio of Trump. I want to see a text of Trump. Something that says something along the lines is, we want people to go there to off people. We want this to off people. There's, there's no such thing. It doesn't exist. But when we're talking to the Democrats, on the other hand, let's just say that there's a lot of stuff that exists out there where they're promoting riots and violence and harassing, you know? Hey, if anything, we can attribute that to being a hitman a little bit more, a lot more, uh, an infinite amount more than anything Trump has done. And I would want to see the evidence and the proof on the table. Why can't they link in something that uh, backs his claims of Trump hiring a, a potential hitman or hitmen or, or ordering the rioters to go do what they had to do or do what they did? So Capitol officer says that January 6th, pro-Trump rioters, a hitman sent them. Does the hitman send people, or is the hitman the person that does the job? I mean, he's in law enforcement. He should know. I want you to get to the bottom of that. U.S. Capitol Police Sergeant Harry, uh, Harry Dunn implored lawmakers on Tuesday. Hmm. Listen, how about, uh, first of all, you don't let all of the, uh, all of the, the so-called uh, hitmen 
to go and uh, riot in the Capitol or go into the Capitol, the doors were wide open. Not not the doors to the actual building, but the doors, uh, the gates were wide open. I went there. Guess what? I went there. I was like, wow. Uh, people are calling me. They're saying crazy stuff's going on. I'm like, I'll be surprised if I even get close. If they're really burning the building down. I walked right up, literally escorted by police. I literally went to the police. I was like, what's going on up there? Oh, it's a protest. Um, I'm like, I'm good to go? They're like, yeah. And I literally just walked through the entire crowd, walked past 20 different cops. At, they had, like, you know, the, the, the barriers uh, for, you know, no cars. And they literally like, yeah, yeah, you're good to go. Go through. I'm literally, like, walking up to it. And for the most part, I just saw a bunch of people protesting, um, and then there were some people that actually made it into the building. Don't get me wrong. There were some people there that were doing stuff that they shouldn't do, but that mount was probably in like a dozen. There's about like a dozen to two dozen people doing what they shouldn't have been doing. Uh, but when you turn around, it's all just a bunch of people hanging out on the lawn, hanging out, taking pictures. It was I was like, wow, this is this is this is this is the riot, this is the insurrection that they're talking about. Like, there's literally nothing going on here, like besides uh, the, what those dozen people are doing. Is if anything, there's more people trying to tell the police to do their job and to do something. There's more people doing that. There's more people telling the police to do their job than there were people uh, committing acts, uh, uh, committing crimes there. And the ones that were committing crimes there literally were just like walking through the place taking videos because it was kind of cool. There's probably a few people that, that did some destruction of property, which, guess what? 99.999% of all Republicans are like, yeah, that's no good. We don't support that. BLM, on the other hand. I don't even have to get into that. So let's see. In a stirring testimony delivered on the day of the House Committee hearings on January 6th, Capitol rioters, U.S. Police Sergeant Harry Dunn argued that both rioters and those sent by them should be punished, saying if a hitman is hired he kills t- uh, and he kills someone, the hitman goes to jail. Well, first off, nobody died. Well, nobody was, was killed by those people. I mean, people did die, but if anything— he can probably declare the hitman of, the, of, of that situation. But not only does the hitman go to jail, the person who's hired does. Dunn continues, there was an a- attack carried out on January 6th, and a hitman sent them. I want to get to the bottom of that. You know, it's not like every single P form of communication Trump has ever had has been reviewed by a, a government organization that's been actively trying to destroy him. It's not like everything he's ever said pretty much ever on digital and on film and probably he's probably he definitely is wiretapped uh, hasn't been recorded and analyzed by people trying to to you know put him in jail you know and they still don't have anything. Dunn was among the officers who responded to the breach of the U.S. Capitol in January, which occurred after thousands of Trump voters gathered to hear the former president give a disgruntled and angry speech outside the White House. Amid his baseless claims of election fraud resulted in a 2020 uh, loss of president uh, loss to President Joe Biden, a Congress met to certify the votes of the Electoral College inside the Capitol. Trump instructed his supporters to march and fight like hell in support of his failed efforts to overturn the elections. So to march. And to fight like hell, uh, I guess that means go off Democrat senators. Listen, fight like hell. That, that he sh- maybe he shouldn't have said the word fight, but it, the word the the inspre- expression fight like hell doesn't uh, need to or it doesn't initially equate to uh, physically fighting. It's like I want you to fight like hell, and we're gonna we're gonna secure this election. We're gonna win. We're gonna prove voter for it. I mean, we need to fight like hell. You know. It definitely, uh, that fight like hell definitely needs to be in the context of the sentence that he's saying it, okay? I want you to go in that boxing ring and fight like hell. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. You want to go punch and fight. 
Uh, we got severe voter fraud going on. I want you guys to fight like hell to make sure this election is safe. Hey, that, that, what? some people might take that the wrong way if they're radicalized, but that goes for anything. We fight like hell. Oh, here we go. We fight like hell. We fight like hell, and if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. He said just moments before the group stormed the Capitol, forcing the evacuations of lawmakers, including Trump's own vice president, and shots were reported were reported inside. He had shots by who? By the Capitol Police. Now, see, see, even in that context, there was a group, one small group of people that went in. Nobody was going in there to kill people. They were literally going in there, taking selfies, taking pictures, and there was probably a couple people destroying some property. Like, literally, I was there. We can see all the footage. The footage is everywhere. Photos everywhere, like literally probably a couple thousand dollars worth of damage. That's it. I don't even think that comes close to uh, order, instructing people to uh, or even come close to people taking it upon themselves to go off some senators. Five people, including U.S. Capitol Police Officer Brian Sigmund, died as a result of the violent clash between pro-Trump rioters and law enforcement. Apparently, I'm not going to even take their word on that because apparently a bunch of people were ended up dying from natural causes or something completely unrelated. And that's what the left does. Oh, uh, officer at the January 6th riot uh, ended up dying. And it turns out he got like a heart attack like four days later, completely unrelated. But, you know, hey, what they said was a factual statement. On Tuesday, four of those law enforcement officers spoke to the lawmakers as part of the House Commission into what led to the events of that day. In a stirring and emotional testimony, each recounted how they were physically and verbally assaulted by a violent pro-Trump. Okay, I'm going to get into the other video in a moment, um, but I want you guys to let me know what you think about this. It's clearly just an, uh, a, a, a witch hunt against Trump. Again, they're going to keep this going because they know he's probably going to run again for president. So they need to keep this going. They need to keep the boogeyman alive because the boogeyman is going to come back. And if we don't keep hitting them down, they're going to be going on about this for the next eight years. Okay, maybe close to 10 years. Uh, they're going to be going on for this. And but that's, that's the thing is. Whatever happened there is a little tiny drop in the bucket compared to what Black Lives Matter was doing on the daily during the entire summer of COVID, okay? Literally, a drop in the bucket compared to what was going on daily. Countless amounts of people died from these Black Lives Matter riots um, and, and the, the violence that was created after these riots as well when, when you break down the defunding the police stuff too as well. Let me know what you guys think, please. Capitol Police officer testifies to the racism he faced during the January 6th riot. Now, I want to play the video for you guys, but he says the N-word too much, and this video will probably get taken down. So I'm going to read off his quotes. He said, "You," and he quotes, um, you hear that guy, that guy's this N-word voted for Joe Biden, yelled a woman in pink MAGA shirt towards the Capitol Police, uh, Harry Dunn. He recounted after Dunn said he voted for President Biden. Boo, effing N-word. The crowd yelled about 20 times back at Dunn, recalled. Dunn said his story wasn't unique. He heard from another black officer that insurrectionists yelled at the officer, put your gun down and we'll show you what kind of N-word you really are. Now, despite there being literally zero evidence of this, every inch, every moment of that place was live streamed. There was videos, photos, everything, audio recordings, I'm sure, of that place. There was every single square inch of that place, literally the entire time, especially if there was a crowd there, especially if a crowd was yelling 20 times at him and also yelling at other officers saying the same thing. I have yet to see any video. Now, I will... 
if you put the video evidence on my desk, if you show it to me, if you send it to me, I'll be like, you're right. He was not lying. I would say that. But I need to see the evidence, especially when something had so much surveillance as it did uh, by everybody else there, there being literally zero evidence of such. Because if there was, we knew it, we know it would have been going viral on, on January 6th through January 7th, probably all the way up until today, it would be going viral. But there's, there's no evidence of such at all anywhere. If there is... I would love to see it, and I would love to agree with you. Why? Because I want to denounce that. I would like to say that was wrong. That was bad. Also, why is he at the January 6th riot where people are killing Democrats, apparently, and he's out there saying he voted, oh, I voted for Joe Biden. Yeah, you guys can go into the Capitol. <laughs> you damn N-word. Like, literally, that, the whole situation doesn't make any sense at all. Why would you... Oh, look, an angry mob of violent hitmen are running down the street killing Democrats. Hey, guys, I voted for Biden. What, like, that, that still doesn't make any sense. But, hey, maybe there'll be video evidence showing that he actually did do that. And that actually did happen. Dunn said he tried to keep politics out of the job. But in, instead of, you know, but, you know, telling them who we vote for. Um, but in this instance, one of the rioters whom Dunn told to leave the Capitol said that President Donald uh, Trump invited them to the Capitol. Uh, he had that and that no one voted for Biden. He said, well, I voted for Joe Biden. Dunn told the crowd in front of him, does my vote not count? Am I nobody? Later in the afternoon, I mean, still like, why would you even say that if you think a violent crowd is coming through? Later in that afternoon, after the rioters have cleared, Dunn said he became emotional, sitting on the bench with fellow black officers who yelled, how the F uh, can something like this happen? Is this America? I began sobbing and the officers came to console me. So that's what you do on the job. You cry like a little bitch, okay? Are you an officer? Are you a man? Are you out there trying to protect people? Are you out there trying to stop these violent insurrectionists? No. What do you do? You go sit on a bench with your other fellow officers and you start crying as they console you. Maybe that's why they entered the Capitol. Maybe that's why there was, there was hundreds, hundreds of MAGA folks pleading with the cops, please get this under control. Why? Because the cops like this guy were crying on a freaking bench while being consoled with the other people because the mean words were being said. Wow. What fucking pussies. Sorry for my cussing. Later in the afternoon, after the rioters had cleared, Dunn said he became a... Mo okay. Uh, Dunn said that he had to seek therapy and peer group support after the day's event and encouraged other officers to do the same. We need counseling. A violent mob came in here, and I went on the bench and started crying as they, they ripped up some papers and broke a door. I need counseling. I need help. You know what? There are actual officers out there, real officers, real police officers out there who are dealing with untold horrors every single day that are working in the ghettos, and they see shit that you only see on TV, that you only see in movies. Those are the ones that earned my respect. Those are the ones that are working hard. Those are the ones that go out there and save kids' lives. Those are the ones that walk in and see dead kids on the floor uh, when, they're, when they're going to a crime scene of, you know, the, the father went crazy and, and murdered the family, and they see heads exploded on the floor. Those are the ones that need some therapy. Those are the ones that need to, to go with their, other, with their peers and console and, and get themselves through it. Not, not when 12 people come into a building that you let them into, and they break a few doors down, and they said some mean words. Jesus Christ. There's absolutely nothing wrong with seeking professional counseling, Dunn said. 
What we all went through those days was traumatic. And if you're hurting, please take advantage uh, advantage of the counseling services that are available. The re- also, the Congress reviewed the mental health services available to the Capitol Police, especially the amount of leave allowed. You know why they're doing that? Because they want to claim damages. There were damages done. Because guess what? They can't really prove much physical damage that was done. They can't prove physical damage when it comes to property or physical damage when it comes to the actual people. They can't prove any of that because there's little to none of that. So what they need to then go off of, something that you can't prove, emotional distress, emotional damage. You caused millions and millions of dollars worth of emotional damage. Look, all of our our entire police fleet needs counseling now because of what happened. Well, it sounds like you need a new police fleet. Okay, and that's something you can't actually prove, and that's why they're going with that. Telling the troops shouldn't be hard fighting on January 6th. That was hard. Showing up on January 7th, that was hard. You know, doing it, this is the thing. These Capitol Police officers, they probably have it so freaking easy all the time. They literally just stand there all day and all night. They're just standing there because nothing is ever going on. Oh, move this barrier over here. Okay, I'm going to move it over there. Okay, I'll just move the barrier over there. Oh, we got a crazy guy on the other end of the building. Oh, that was taken care of by, an, by one of the other officers. Okay, uh, we'll send him to counseling, I guess. Like, the thing is, there's nothing going on. They might, they might as well be working a toll booth, these people. A former Democrat senator, Barbara uh, Boxer, has been, has been assaulted and robbed in her own state of California. I love how they don't put Democrat senator in uh, the title, of course. They probably want to cover that up as much as they can. But President Donald Trump made a statement. Former California senator Barbara Boxer was savagely assaulted and robbed yesterday in Oakland where they defunded the police. Our once again great cities like New York, Detroit, San Francisco, and so many others have become a paradise for criminals because of Democrats. We must give power back to the police or America will never be safe. We cannot let communist communist Democrats destroy our great cities. If we don't stop them, our communities and our country will be lost forever. See, this is another reason why they need to go off on the January 6th stuff, because they can't beat Trump when it comes to the actual policy and what was what is actually going on in the reality of the world. They're going to have to harp on this January 6th thing all the way for the next uh, 8 to 10 years. So Oakland, California, former U.S. Senator Barbara Boxer was assaulted and robbed on Monday in California, her son said. The assault happened in Jack London Square neighborhood, according to the tweet from Boxer's verified Twitter account. The assailant pushed her into the back in, in the back, stole her cell phone, and jumped in a waiting car, the tweet said. She is thankful that she was not seriously injured. The tweet was confirmed via email by Boxer's son. Uh, are they not going to say at all? Yeah, wow. Oh, now at the very end, they say she's a Democrat. Okay, they responded to multiple media inquiries. The Oakland Police Department confirmed that the robbery at 1.15 p.m. in the area, but didn't identify the victim. The suspect fled and is... Fled in a waiting vehicle, police said. The robber is under investigation. Boxer, 80-year-old representative of California in the U.S. Senate from 1993 to 2017. The Democrat did not seek re-election in 2016. I love that. At the, the very end, the one, two, three, four, five, six, the, 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 the sixth to last word was when they finally said that she was a Democrat. She has become a victim of her own party. I don't know what she supports when it comes to defunding the police. I bet you she probably does support funding the police now. But that, you know, I I wish her the best. I wish her that she would feel better, and I don't want to make this an attack on her in any way, shape, or form this video. Don't get me wrong. She, she, she's, she's actually a physical victim. 
whether she supported what happened or not, I guess uh, when it come, came to the fund of the police, I'm not going to even talk about that or think about that because she, regardless, she's a victim of her own party's doing. She's a victim of the Democrats that are in charge and the way that they're running things. And the problem is we have too many stupid people in politics, too many people that elected the office. Why? Why do people run for office? Most people run for office because they're absolutely utter losers in their private life and they need to seek refuge uh, in in, in politics, especially the Democrats, because they can whip up a bunch of other losers to vote for them. It's like, losers together are no longer losers type of situation. And guess what? We see that happen on the right, too. I'm not going to... You know, I'm not going to dismiss problems of our own party or stuff that's going on here. I mean, I think it's best to recognize and, and, and not accept, but recognize problems in our own party. Like if we see someone bullying another person because of um, what they believe or, you know, there's certain things we, we need to make ourselves better. And the only way to make ourselves better is to not be blinded by the problems in our own party. But to address them, call them out, uh, and um, dis not dismiss them, disavow them. Uh, you know, because there, there are small groups within our own that are doing very harmful things. But the difference is it's more widespread in the Democrat Party than it is uh, in our party. But you guys get my gist. Anyway, guys, thank you for watching. Please like, subscribe to the Pulse Vacation Song. Go rate this show five stars on Apple, um, the Joey Saladino show on all the podcast apps. Please subscribe there. You can listen. I actually make more money when you guys listen from the ad revenue. Uh, so that helps keep the show going, especially if you're uh, not a Patreon. But if you do support me a lot, become a Patreon. If you become a Patreon, I'll give you a call to say thank you. Just give me some time to get to it. Um, I've been pretty backed up lately. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Peace out.